And I said, I'm going to move to Arizona. I'm literally breaking up with you today. And you guys were now <laughs> broken up. I love him more than life. And he was like, okay, Jill. And I literally got on Airbnb and I literally booked an apartment to Scottsdale. And to be quite honest, I actually never really thought I would go. And then I was like, oh my God, I actually kind of booked this thing and I'm going to go. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Okay, we have a special podcast episode today. Let me just tell you, not only are we diving in to my trip to Arizona, but we are joined by my good friend, former client, my personal mindset coach, the Andrea Crisp. And what is so powerful about this episode that we are actually going to dive into today is it is actually a two-part series. And this idea was actually brought to me by Andrea because she was like, Jillian, I know that you're probably going to do a podcast episode, maybe two, maybe three on your trip to Arizona. But how cool would it be if I actually interviewed you about your trip to Arizona on the courage that it took to really go there, everything that it took to be there, what you had to overcome. And then as a lot of you guys know, or maybe you don't know, I actually had a very traumatic near-death experience while I was in Arizona. And the podcast is actually broken into two parts. So you are going to hear part one today on my podcast, and then you actually get to hear part two over at the Courage Cast, which is Andrea Crisp's podcast, which we are going to link below in the show notes. And then of course, tag her in all of the Instagram, Facebook things below. So Dive in to today's episode, which is going to reveal everything that we did in Arizona, and then catch the second part of the episode over on the Courage Cast. Jillian, I am so excited to talk to you. This is a really fun way to do a dual podcast. And honestly, like, I'm so grateful that we actually get to collaborate on Sales and Social and the Courage Cast. So I'm glad you're here. I am so excited to be here. When you brought this idea to me, I was like, absolutely. One, I get to spend time with you and you're like one of my absolute favorite humans. But to literally do this collaboration, I literally could not be more excited about it. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it. And from the moment you made a huge decision in your life, which I have to say, honestly, like I am super proud of, 
you. you for this entire journey that you've been on over the past few weeks. We're going to be focusing two episodes, basically, one on sales and social, one on the Courage Cast, talking about taking brave steps in your life, what that looks like, how that manifests new things in your world, and really like what you learn from stepping outside of your comfort zone. So we're going to start there. Yeah. Let's talk about your comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my comfort zone is not very big, you guys. If you don't know much about me or you haven't been following me, I don't do much outside of my comfort zone at all. Uh, fun fact, I am 44 years old, and this is actually the longest I've ever been away from my parents, uh, which is like so odd to some people. So just right there, this just gives you an idea of like how big of a step this was. And I mean, I'm not, you know, a couple hours away from my parents. I'm three days in a car away from my parents. So so that was a huge, huge step just in itself, uh, being away from my parents. Um, I don't travel alone anywhere. And again, I'm across the country. I live in Michigan. I'm actually in Arizona. So that was also a really big thing. Um, I have a lot of health concerns. Um, I don't leave my doctors. I've had the same doctor since I was five years old um, that I see literally probably a few times a month. Um, so now I am in, you know, a state that I don't know any doctors. I can't just you know, pick up the phone and call my doctor or anything like that. So there's a lot of things that are just very much out of my comfort zone. Um, so yeah, it was a big step and it took a lot of courage to actually get to be here. But I knew that if I wanted to make some really big changes in my life, I had to actually do it. Now I will say my mom did drive me out here. Um, <laughs> hey, and yeah. yeah, my mom <laughs> did drive me out here and there's a pretty big chance that my father is flying out and driving me back. Um, we had some trauma that happened while I was out here and uh, they actually don't want me driving back on my own. Um, but yes, this was a big step out of my comfort zone for sure. You know, now some people may think, okay, you know, they're used to doing things like this, right? They're yeah. used to traveling, solo traveling. This is something for me, Jillian, is totally in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Right. But there are other things that you do that are out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Right. So I think sometimes we, we like start thinking about like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person is doing that. Like it's so out of my comfort zone. Right. And we yeah. compare ourselves. I would love for anyone listening to this today to like really take a look inward at what does this look like for you? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily based on, on what Jillian's saying, but really on how is, how does this look for your life? Because if you're going to take something away today, it's going to be how can you get out of your comfort zone and take that next brave step for your life. So I want to talk about the silent retreat that you started this whole journey with. <laughs> so take us back to the silent retreat and tell us a little bit about what happened there. Yeah. So interestingly enough, before I actually came on this, my dad actually asked me to go on this like silent Christian Catholic retreat for the weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I'll go on this like silent retreat where I don't talk to anybody. And to be honest, that was a 48 hour retreat. And I lasted not even 12 hours on it uh, because that actually gave me so much anxiety. 
I didn't like it. I was massively out of my comfort zone. And I knew that that was not the place that I was going to find my expansion, my next big break, my creativity, anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually left it and it was terrible. Um, I left in the middle of the night. It was just, it was not good. So this is the thing. (laughs) I could not handle 48 hours of a solo retreat that was 20 minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. And now here I am going into week six on a solo retreat across the country. So again, it's like about doing things at your own pace and finding something that fits really well for you. Um, and I actually didn't even tell my dad for weeks that I left that retreat. And then I felt so guilty that I had to like literally tell him because I was like lying through my teeth. And I was like, okay, not am I lying through my teeth to my dad, but I'm lying about a, a Christian retreat. So I'm like <laughs> totally going to hell, like double on this one. So I had to literally tell my dad that I did not make it through that retreat. Now, was he there the whole time? No, because this was a women's retreat. So he was not there the whole time. Um, And my my stepmom was there and uh, I left, I left her there and I felt terrible, but just was not the right fit for me. Just wasn't good. I was, wasn't in my comfort zone. I couldn't relax. Um, And yeah, I just, I just went home and I knew that I, I also knew that I was leaving that next weekend to do this big step. And I knew that there was like some unfinished business at home whether it was like my relationships or packing or saying goodbye to people. Mm-hmm. And I knew that like, I wanted to be settled for this trip because this trip was going to massively stretch me. And I didn't want to go into this trip with even more anxiety than I already had. So it was like, you know what? I need to be home, be relaxed, be calm, be in my own element before I leave for this next trip, which I already knew was going to stretch me a lot out of my comfort zone. So why did you decide to go all the way to Arizona from Michigan for six weeks? Like, yeah. like. I mean, you know what I mean? Like what's like, I would think to myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, go on a silent retreat or go on like a weekend, you know, trip to Scottsdale or whatever, but six weeks. Yeah. So I actually don't do many things small in my life. And when I have an idea for something, I'm like, I'm just going to go and I'm going to go all in. And interestingly enough, I was fighting with my boyfriend, Jason, on an evening. And I said, I'm going to move to Arizona. I'm literally breaking up with you today. And guys, we're not (laughs) broken up. I love him more than life. I say this to him all the time. I'm like, I'm breaking up with you and I'm moving to Arizona. And he was like, okay, Jill. And I literally got on Airbnb and I literally booked an apartment to Scottsdale. And to be quite honest, I actually never really thought I would go. It was literally more to like shake him like, oh, I'm going to move to Arizona for six weeks. So like, I'll show you. Right. And then I was like, oh my God, I actually kind of booked this thing and I'm going to go. And I was leaving in a week. Mm -hmm. And the next day he came home from work and I was like, hey, I booked this Airbnb and I'm going in a week to Arizona. And uh, I did it. I packed my stuff and I also had just sold my house. So this was also kind of a caveat to it. I was a little bit homeless. Like I wasn't really living anywhere. I had kind of like this free reign and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. And my dad actually said, if you're going to go, you might as well go for a little bit of time. It's going to take you four days to get there, time to get settled once you get there get acclimated four days to get home. Don't just go for like a weekend. Don't just go for a couple of weeks, like go and really like spend some time there. So I actually booked it originally for four weeks and then I actually extended it for six weeks before I left. And we are now going into our sixth week here. And I will say, I knew one of two things would happen. I would get here. And within one week, I said to myself, I will either come right home Mm -hmm. or I will love it. And I didn't know. I was like 50-50. And most people in my family, my friends, Jason, no one thought I would make it. Not because they thought that like I was a baby. They were just like, I think that you will come home. 
Mm-hmm. I think that you'll go for a week. I think that you'll like the sun. You'll like the pool. You will have been like, oh, I did it. And you will come home. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit of my driver. Once I got here, I was like, okay, I'm going to one show them. But then once I got here, I actually really liked it. And I, and I really kind of found myself here a little bit more than I thought I would, but I actually surprised myself that I've honestly made it as long as I have here. Now, I remember watching something that you said on a story on Instagram, really about like kind of the expansion that was going to bring into your life, like when it came to your business Mm -hmm. and almost like you wanted to put yourself in a different location and experience like that next level of like what success might look like for you. So what was in your mind going into this when it came to like, oh my gosh, like now I've like booked this. I've told Jason, Jason's probably like, you know, shit in his pants because yeah. he's like, what if she doesn't come back? Yeah. He didn't think I would come back once. Once I got here, I was having fun. He's like, are you coming back? I'm like, probably. <laughs> Gotta love Jason. Shout we out to Jason. Jason. Yeah. So what were you thinking prior to even going when you were thinking about stepping into that next level for your business? I knew that like I had been working, you know, almost like with blinders on. I would sit at my desk. I wasn't really creative. I didn't really love my work environment. I didn't even really have anyone around me that would like expand me as far as like bigger conversations or creativity or being outside, right? I live in the Midwest. It's I we're just now coming into summer, but I feel like I've literally been inside for nine months and I don't feel good most of the time. I suffer with chronic headaches, which is very interesting. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I literally would go from my desk and I would be on coaching calls all day and I would literally go to bed. And I was like never creative. I was never thinking about other things. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna go to Arizona I'm going to sit outside. I'm going to talk to a lot of like new people. There's a lot of entrepreneurs here. I had a lot of friends here, a lot of clients here. And I just wanted to be in rooms with just bigger, bigger people to have bigger conversations, like to go have a smoothie and just talk about things or to go for a walk or just be in other places. And I will tell you that happened. I have not been at my desk probably more than an hour. Now I will say I'm probably going to move here. I will have to find a way to to work here because it is very hard to work here because it's beautiful outside and I always want to be outside. So I will have to find a way to actually work while I'm here because Mm -hmm. you do, you always want to be outside. It's it's beautiful here. Um, But I've been able to just be calmer here to sit outside, to dream, to think about ideas, to not always just be like at my computer because at home I'm always on my computer because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, you know, which then you're scrolling, then you're getting triggered, then you're getting frustrated, right? There's been so many times here, even in Arizona, where I'll grab my phone and I'll be like, oh my God, I want to go on a rant about that. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go for a hike or I'm just going to go outside. So like my whole energy has shifted here. That's amazing. Okay. So is this like your big announcement? You're like, I'm moving to Arizona or like, where are you at when it comes to like thinking about actually moving? Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to be either splitting my time here half and half Michigan and Arizona, or I will be moving here full time and seeing how that looks from my relationship with Jason and I, but I definitely will be moving here because it's been so much better for my health. It's been so much better for me in general. It's been better for my work. It's just, it's literally been better for everything. So I will not be living in Michigan full time moving forward. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So this is huge. Yeah. 
Yeah. This really was a game changer for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to go home right now because I'm at, we're actually going to see my daughter in July, but if I didn't have to go home, I would probably just would have ended up staying here. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So man, I've got so many questions, you know, even just coming from that, but like, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the shift that your health had mm -hmm. in taking this big step mm -hmm. for you, for yourself. Yeah. So if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that I have chronic headaches. I have a headache like 99% of the time. I take a some sort of pain pill probably five days out of the week. I've actually taken two pain pills since I've been here in six weeks. Wow. Um, which again, I don't know if it's the weather. Yeah. I don't know if it's the environment. I don't know if it's the people. I don't know if it's less time on social media. I don't know if it's being active. Like there's so many different things. I don't know if it's less screen time. Like there's so many things, but I just know overall, I feel so much better. Um, I just, I haven't had like the everyday stress intention. And again, all of those things have really played a big effect in my headaches since I have had headaches in the last couple of years. And I've noticed such a significance in how I feel. And I think the other thing is, when I haven't felt good here, because I have had a handful of headaches, just not to the point that I had to take something. The difference is at home, when I don't feel good, I just lay in bed and ruminate on it. Where here, it's like, okay, I, I don't feel good. I'm going to go outside and go for a walk. Or I'm going to go and sit outside and journal. Or I'm going to go for a hike. Where in Michigan, it's gloomy and it's cold. So there's nothing to do. So I literally just sit on my phone and then usually self-diagnose myself. Yeah. Okay. So that is huge. Like, I mean, even that you noticed like the significant shifts in what you were doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, today, today's a great example. Today I have terrible menstrual cramps. Sorry to the guys who are listening to this podcast. Yeah. And if I was at home, I literally would have spent all day in bed, literally just been like, oh my God, I need to like lay on the couch and watch Netflix. I've literally gone on like seven walks today. And because I'm like, one, I don't want to lay on the couch, mm -hmm. but two, because it's like, why not? Like, it's so nice out, go outside yes. and do something. And I feel better. I noticed I went to Florida for three weeks in the mm -hmm. spring. Yeah. And it was it, the same thing happened to me. It was like, immediately I got there after 24 hours, it was like, everything felt different. Mm -hmm. I felt different. I would notice people are saying to me, oh, your energy is completely shifted. And I think a lot of it has to do with just being able to get out, to do things, change of scenery, and also like keeping it fresh. And I noticed for you, you know, like just a difference in your energy, like when you were on socials, that it wasn't like the same, like same thing. It was totally a different way of showing up. Mm -hmm. What changed for you? I think part of it is honestly just the sense of like calm. Yeah. And this sense of just like, I don't know. I don't even know like really what it is. I'm just calmer here. And it's interesting. My clients have noticed it. People have slid up into my stories and been like, there's just a different air about you and energy. And I think it's just, I, I mean, I hate to say like cliche, like it's the weather, yeah. but I think it honestly, like a huge part of it is just the weather and being outside and like, I'm just, I'm happier. And when you're happier, you're in a better mood. And when you're in a better mood, you're nicer, right? It's like when I'm not in a good mood, I am I'm quicker to like react or be annoyed or be frustrated. Right. And it's like, when you're in a, when you're happier, you're just like, fuck it. 
whatever, right? Yeah. I don't know if yeah. we can swear on the Courage Cast, so you, you can edit can. that out. <laughs> <laughs> you can totally swear. Okay, so like you showed up in Arizona and all of a sudden you were going to different events. You were, mm-hmm. you know, meeting with people. What were some of the biggest like things that you were taking away from these new conversations, these new rooms? What was kind of showing up for you? Yeah, I think some of the biggest ones is there's so many people here that aren't from here. So even out of, so let me backtrack here. The I would say even the people that I thought I was going to connect with here, mm-hmm. very few of them I've actually connected to when I got here. I was like, oh, I'm going to meet this person. I'll meet this person. I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to this. Hardly any of those connections actually happened, whether like their schedules didn't work or my schedules didn't work. But the amount of people that I've literally just met standing in a coffee shop, sitting down at the pool has been phenomenal because nobody's actually from here. Mm. So everybody is just willing to like connect. And that is something that I have never seen before. And I think it's because again, like nobody's from here. So when no one's from here, everyone's just so like willing to meet everybody. And that was an environment that I have never, ever been part of. Um, So that was one of the biggest like aha moments that I had. The second thing was that there's so much room for growth and opportunity here because there are so many entrepreneurs here. So even the people that I did meet here, it's like when you were going out and connecting to them, it's like there's there's more conversations that are able to be had because they are entrepreneurs versus just maybe going out and talking to like your girlfriend, you know, maybe who doesn't understand what you do. It's like, oh, let's go for a walk. And then the conversation just goes into entrepreneurship so casually because Mm -hmm. they are entrepreneurs here, right? So that I think has been so great. And the other thing I want to share is I have done so many things, going back to your initial conversation about comfort zones. Yeah. I have done so many things out of my comfort zone here. And I, one of my rules when I got here was I'm going to say yes to everything that I get asked to do within reason. Okay. Yeah. So like somebody said like, Hey, do you want to go to goddess yoga? I was like, sure. Do you want to go to meditation? I was like, sure. Do you want to go to a hip hop class? Sure. I've gone to three hip hop classes since I've been here. So even things like that, like I've gone to so many things that I never, ever would have done back in Michigan. And I've had so much more fun doing things that I never would have done in Michigan that has massively pushed me out of my comfort zone. Like even when I go back to Michigan, I a hundred percent will sign up for a hip hop class. I will incorporate meditation into my week. Now I probably will go to some sort of yoga class that I never would have done there because I didn't give myself an opportunity to go to it because there wasn't people that were encouraging me to do it there. Yes. Mm -hmm. I wondered about that because, you know, Arizona is like, as most people know, more of a spiritual, especially mm-hmm. like where you are, yeah, kind of a spiritual atmosphere. Oh, yeah. And I remember, you know, clearly having been part of your community yeah. and things might have changed for you. So I'd love to hear your take on this. But, um, you know, you're like, I'm not woo woo and I'm not into <laughs> all the spirituals. I know you're laughing because you're like, how many times you've actually said it? Yeah. Where are you yeah. on? Where are you on that scale now? I would say I'm probably still a little bit in the center. I'm not like, 
over all of it. It was funny. Last night, there was like this new moon ceremony and yeah. we have this group chat inside the elite level mastermind and everybody is like, oh, they're like super woo woo on that chat. And I'm like, I don't know, you guys, I set my intention in on the, in the new moon and I woke up and my G wagon's like still not in the driveway. So I don't know because everybody, I feel like just manifest this shit and it shows up for them. And I'm like, I don't know why it doesn't work for me. Probably because I don't <laughs> believe in it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still pretty much like on the other side, but I'm really trying. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, even last night I was like, do I have to look at the moon? Do I have to like be in the moon? Do I got to like talk to the moon? Like, I don't understand this new moon thing, but like, I'm trying you guys. I don't know. I swear I'm really trying. Um, I feel like I'm trying a little bit more, but I don't really know like exactly what I should be doing, but I'm a little more open to it now. A little bit. Okay. More that I, I love that. I love yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. So that you've had obviously some pretty big shifts, which yeah. we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about um, for those of you who are tuning in. I love for you to join us over on the courage cast yes. because I'm going to actually ask Jillian some really potent questions on what she's learned and how she is taking those brave steps in a way that is opening her up energetically, spiritually and empowering her in a whole new way. So I hope that you'll join us over there because we're going to be talking about that over there. Join us over there. Okay. So if that episode had you loving everything that you heard, and now you want to dive in to see what happens on the second half of my trip to Arizona and what really was revealed what I learned emotionally, spiritually, and where we really talk about this near death experience that I have. And let me just tell you, we get very emotional on this second half of the podcast. You are going to want to head over to the Courage Cast, which is a podcast episode hosted by my near and dear friend, Andrea Crisp. And we are going to once again, tag everything below in the show notes. So head on over to the Courage Cash and check over the second half of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts? or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, Feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.